At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me tonight is Insider. Hello. How's it going? I'm pretty good. Very hot, as we all are. Yeah, I know, right? It's um, terrible out there. It's it's pretty sticky. Uh, this is a pretty unair-conditioned room, I think. Uh, it doesn't feel very air-conditioned anyway, so I appreciate you coming out on this, uh, this hot, balmy yeah. August we're, night. Yeah, we're really glad to be here. Uh, we always like kicking off with a song, so we'd like to introduce your first one and uh, take yeah. it away. Awesome. Like Before we start, I just want to like say that this is only two out of the five members of Insider. We have uh, two of our people are actually, they went off to college early to get their like COVID tests done, and one of our people it just wasn't feeling it today. So it is just me and Zach Hayes. So the first song we're going to play is called PM, and it was one of our singles off of our latest record, Thousand Mile Drive. You good, kid? Right now, a little conversation, some simple motivation to keep up this sensation. Right now, Swinging from the rafters, this song is a disaster. I keep on chasing after. Right now, a little conversation, some simple motivation. Keep up this sensation Right now I'm swinging from the rafters This song is a disaster I keep on moving laughter It seems Like everyone around me Is always trying to get me And I just want to break free This life Is more than what I asked for With each little disaster I keep on moving Can't you see by my lips? 
It's about as best we could do with only two of us. Is that, no, it was great. That was fantastic. I mean, um, is I'm guessing that an acoustic set is something you're not traditionally used to. You know? No, like this is honestly, this is the first time we've ever played an acoustic set before. Well, that's great. Oh, we, we love a big Heavy World exclusive. And yeah. It's uh, treated like a, you're probably way too young remember this, but like an MTV Unplugged thing. You know? I remember seeing Nirvana and Kirk. I remember seeing the recording of Nirvana doing their MTV Unplugged one. Right, there we go. Yeah. So, I mean, and you guys uh, you guys kind of talk about your, your influences by, like, Nirvana and another kind of grunge rock bands, right? Like, we, we really, I think as a band, we grew, our influences grew together as we went along. We all started off liking totally different things. I mean, I know that I started off liking more of, like, the grunge, the indie sort of not really known band scene. And I know our uh, lead guitarist, Matt, he was definitely into, like, the Metallica, and he was the kid who just wanted to... Okay, I'm going to hit the guitar as hard as I can. And Gabri, our drummer, she is definitely more into the indie underground sort of thing too. And I don't know, Hayes, you want to take yours? Yeah, I'm I'm more into like the classic or heavy metal stuff, but in my writing, I tend to focus more on like the blues and stuff like that. Yeah, like as as we went on as a band, we all just like, oh, we, yeah, I found this band. Let's like make a song that sort of has this as an influence. Or Hayes comes up. I mean, ours one of our other songs off of Thousand Mile Drive, "Bite the Bullet," was something that we'd never we'd never imagined that we'd be playing that sort of music. But Hayes and his like prog rock background sort of were like, okay, yeah, this will work, and it ended up being actually a really successful song. Right, so. and um, so it sounds like uh, well, kind of bunch of different rock influences from across the band that spreads over the whole genre um are you all writing or is it or is it just is it Hayes you or is it both it's of you Zach and Hayes yeah it's mostly Matt our guitarist doing the writing I've written one song which is Bite the Bullet which Zach just talked about yep. 
But and then I, I think like recently we've been really more about everybody getting involved in the writing process so it's not too one-sided so you just don't have one person's point of view be like oh all of our songs are going to sound like this person's ideas we want to get together and be like okay you throw in a little bit of this you throw in a little bit of that let's make sure that everything we're doing has everybody's influence so it's not just one-sided right so like yeah. super collaborative very uh yeah very uh music by collaboration yep. yeah we love doing it um and so, tell us a little bit of background about yourselves. Uh, where did you meet? How did you form? Uh, how did you kind of come together and realize that you all wanted to make music together? This is it's it's like a it's like a long short story. Um, so, we all there was there's this thing at our high school. We all went to Milton, and there's this thing at our high school called Rock Project, and it was I forgot this teacher, this student teacher. His name was Tom. He started it with. Actually, the audio engineer at our school, Pete Windorf, he's a huge supporter of our band, huge influence. We love Pete to death. And it was me and me and Matt are two are a year older than Gabrielle Hayes. And me and Matt started doing it, and we had two other members in it at first. And I forgot what we called ourselves. It was like terrible. <laughs> I think it was like disturbing the neighbors or something really just stupid. And we eventually stopped doing that and then when we heard that Gabri and Hayes were coming up from the middle school we were like okay yeah we need that guy and we need her because they were just she could play the drums she can play the drums like nobody else I've ever met and him on the bass it's ridiculous like so they were scouted then they were oh yeah they were definitely <laughs> scouted we were like okay we want you and you to do it and Gabri at first she did not want to do it she did not want to do rock project or anything and we eventually were like okay it's going to be okay we're going to do this together and we're going to and then eventually after Rock Project, we got invited to uh, this thing up in Enosburg High School was doing a Rock Project too, and we went up there, did their Rock Project, and showed everybody up. <laughs> and then there was a guy who was working the soundboard, and he was like, "You guys want to start playing shows outside of the high school scene?" We're like, "Yeah." So that's and then we call, started calling ourselves Insider, and just started working from there. All right, and. Um yeah, you've just got an album come out in March, which I've got to say, impeccable timing, guys. Um, yeah. What with COVID hearing, I mean, it's a lot of time for people to sit inside and listen to music. So, I mean, like, it does actually work out. Yeah. Um, so, first albums are always very difficult. They're always like, some, you know, like the, the, the baby, you know, you, you nurture it and you birth it and, you, you know, it's very kind of raw and it's... Uh, it's bittersweet, I've heard. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about uh, the creation of this record. So originally, we put out an al uh, EP, and it was called 141. And it was a disaster. <laughs> it did not go well. It just, like, we recorded in our high school's media lab, and we used what we had. And it was like recording on a pineapple, as Matt says. Because <laughs> he's the audio engineer of the group. He runs all the audio engineering stuff. And he was like, yeah, we're never going to do that again. So with this album... We really, like, we did it independently. We had Matt running Pro Tools on his computer and going over to people's houses like, okay, you got to do this bass part by this time. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to release a single. We we actually released three three singles. Did we do three singles? Yeah. yeah. Three singles. We released three singles. Uh, PM, which we just played. We released Bite the Bullet, which is Hayes' song. And we released Running Away, which is actually the newest insider song to join the Arsenal. And it releasing the singles, we got pretty decent feedback on which songs were doing well. So we knew, we kind of had an idea of how the album was going to go. But when we put the album out in March, we definitely didn't expect it to go 
as well as it actually did. We were like, oh yeah, family and friends are going to listen to it. Like we weren't, we weren't the biggest thing around at then, or we're still not like the biggest, but we had played higher ground and stuff. We were like, okay, maybe some people will listen to it. Maybe we'll get like 2000 listens on Spotify or whatever. And then it ended up being like, I think across all streaming platforms, we're at like 35,000 for streaming the album. So we're really pleased with the numbers that we got from it and just putting, I think it took definitely took a few years of writing everything like we've had numerous songs just be like yeah that that doesn't work that can't be on the album so it's been a lot of weeding out the songs that work and the songs that don't work and then getting them to the point where okay i'm comfortable with thousands of people hearing something that i created so yeah for sure and um I mean, you were saying like the EP that you first came out with, you know, a bit of a disaster, and I'm sure you took things away from that first for a first record you created and and made things different for this album. Uh, is there anything that you're taking away from the album that you created that you would think about changing or doing things differently for the second album, if you're thinking about that? And and what would you keep the same? You got anything? Yeah, go ahead. Buddy. I think taking the time to to track, like a good part is is really important so i know um there are a couple songs that i rushed through my bass parts and i feel they when i listen back to them i feel they're not so great so i know i think if we were to do it again i would take a lot more time tracking the parts uh, how about uh, what would you keep the same? What did what kind of magic did you get from that first album? You like that is something that I'd need to capture for the for the next album, the next record that we make. I think yeah, I think that we loved using Matt as a producer, like having him do the mixing. Like he knows, he kind of like has this thing. Like he knows what everybody in the band's thinking. Like yeah, that needs to sound like that, and then he brings it to me or Hayes, and it's like yeah, that's exactly how we wanted it. So we definitely would want to keep Matt doing the producing and like doing all of that we definitely liked record recording with i think we recorded with logic like the recording software that we use we would not change it because everything just went so smoothly and i think definitely the the writing style towards the end of the album like the first i know the first half of the album is like really matt song heavy like he wrote a lot of them but at the end of the album it it's more of like everybody wrote it in that like collaboration piece. And we just loved having songs like where we can all be like, oh, yeah, I wrote that part and it turned out awesome. So I definitely think the collaboration piece on the album as a whole is definitely something we want to keep. Yeah. And then, you know, also makes everyone in the band feel like yeah. they've got a bit of a part of the whole thing. Um, well, I'd love to hear another song, preferably from the new album. Uh, so what you got for us? Let's do a little less crazy. This, yeah, this song, this is our most popular song. Like, this is this is actually the song that got us our shows at Higher Ground, and this is the only, this is like the song that's played on 99 The Buzz, and this is just, this is our like big song. Everybody goes to show and be like singing it back to us, and we we love playing it. Just remembering if I, I'm, I'm, I never play guitar. <laughs> I never play guitar. I just like play it on my own. Matt always plays guitar. And we actually just got a new, we have our fifth member that actually just joined us. And he's our new rhythm guitarist. His name's Hunter Myers. And we're just really glad to have him on board. Okay, let's do it. Yep.
All right, a little less crazy there by Insider. And so, as you said, that's kind of like your signature song at the moment. That's your if you, your single, if yeah, you that's, will. Yeah, that's the, that's the song. That's like the encore song. You go off state, like, yeah, that's definitely the song. And uh, <clears throat> as you say, you got that on 99.9 uh, uh, The Buzz. You've uh, you managed to secure yourself a spot at Higher Ground. Um, it's very difficult for, for I'm assuming, unsigned bands. Are you unsigned? Yeah. Uh, unsigned bands to get on commercial radio stations. Um, almost impossible. In fact, I, I used to work for a commercial radio station. Yeah, it was it was tough. Like, I think we we submitted it to the what was it? It's the the fresh meat that the buzz does. We submitted it to Matt Grasso, and Matt's actually he lives in Milton. Like he lives right near us, and we sent it to him. We were like, Matt, can we send this over to you? We're a local band. We're from Milton. Like we just we just want to be heard. And he was just like, Yeah, send it over. And I think, a, I think a couple days went by. He's like, you guys are a high school band, right? I was like, yeah, we're a high school band. He's like, okay, well, welcome to the big leagues. It's tough, but you you guys can do it. And we were like, okay. So we waited and waited and waited. I think probably six weeks went by, and we were we were walking out of the UPS store because we had just got posters made for our first like mini tour, and we got an email and he was like, okay, you guys are going to be on Fresh Meat on this day and this day. And we started running down the street like morons in downtown Burlington, just yelling, we're going to be on the bus. And we thought it was, we just thought it was the greatest thing in the world. So yeah, it was, it was tough. It was a lot of waiting and a lot of like, okay, I hope that, I mean, the list that was like, oh, you guys are up against all these songs this week to be on it. And the list of like names on there were like, wow, we actually got on it before them. Okay. It was just, yeah, it was a really good feeling. Wow. So did you have like set set times and set days it was gonna get played or is there it was kind of the just... first time that it got played, it was a set time and a set day. It was uh-huh. like, okay, fresh meat, you guys are gonna be the fresh meat of the week or the day, I think. I don't know what whether they do it. And they were just like, Yeah, make sure to tell all your friends you're gonna be on the radio and then have them call and write the email or whatever, just if they like it. So I think it's been it's been played a couple of times since then. I've definitely no, I know that people have requested. I've heard it maybe once or twice before, and I'm just glad that we got it out there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, congratulations. And uh, I, I saw it mentioned that it's been played in a couple of other stations as well. Place in the UK has played it. And yeah, we Boston. actually submitted. We use this uh, website. We use Reverb Nation. It's like this little unsigned underground artist thing, and you can like submit to all these opportunities. Like, pick a song. This radio station may pick it. So we actually submitted to a radio station in the UK, it was Cambridge and they picked our song and they played it one day. And I don't, I like they, apparently it got some good results. I don't know if they still play it to this day or if the rate station's still around, but it got played over there. So we were really excited about that too, to get that international sort of exposure. Yeah. Wow. You never know. You might have a bunch of insider fans over in Cambridge Yeah. right now. We just don't know about it. Um, and so you said from this, from this particular song, you, you got those gigs at higher ground. So tell me a little bit about that. What kind of, I mean, pre-COVID, where were you playing? And tell me about this particular gig. Higher, higher ground is something else. Like to any, to any artist like out there that's like, yeah, that's ever since I was a kid, I've been like, yeah, I want to play here. Like I, I didn't care about anywhere else. You could have told me that we were playing the forum and I'd be like, yeah, awesome. It's the forum. But if you told me we were playing higher ground, it's like, yeah, that's always where I've wanted to play. And we were, it was... Yeah, I had gone to a Higher Ground show, and I had just read in an article about the booking agents around Vermont, and I remember seeing Nick Vaden's name pop up. He's the booking agent over at Higher Ground, and I was just reading the article about him, 
And then I went to a Blue Stone show at Higher Ground, one of the 99-cent buzz shows. And I saw him in the crowd and with his like hat on and his beard, and I was like, that's Nick Vaden. I got to go talk to him. So I just whipped out my our insider business cards, went over, and was like, we're a band, and you should listen to us. So he, he listened to us and put us on a little list, and then we opened up for the Friday Pilots Club. Nice. Which is like collaboratively one of our favorite bands as a band. Like we love talking to them. Like we still talk to them today. Like we still just have conversations about music. They share their music. We share ours. And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. Drop that. So we opened up for them, and that was that was an amazing experience. I think I don't want to toot our own horn, but most more people showed up for our show than any other set that night. Like there was. It, there was probably about 300 people just in that small room at higher ground and we were just like yeah this is the greatest feeling ever like getting an encore when you're just you don't know what you're doing and you're the opener band it was kind of weird but and after that i think we it, a few months went by and then we got invited back to higher ground to do our own headliner show in the is that the ballroom or the that's the lounge we got to do our own headliner show in the lounge and we had sold like 200 something tickets and we were just ecstatic that people actually were like, okay, well, they want to come see us. We were really excited. That's amazing. And, um, I have you, so higher ground obviously loves you, but, um, have you played other places around Burlington or around Vermont in general? Yeah, we've played, we played Nectar's actually a few, that was our last show before COVID started was Nectar's and the monkey house. We did a little holiday stunt. Everybody's home from college. Let's try and play shows. So we played Nectar's and we played the monkey house that week and both shows went fantastic. We've played a bunch of places in Milton. We played like Bombardier park for the summer concert series. We played summer sessions, which is a little music festival. Uh, where's that? It's up in, Enosburg, I think it was like Enosburg, Montgomery, and we played summer sessions, and we shared a set with The Mountain Says No. They're really big up there, and we just, we love that. That was probably one of our favorite shows. And that same, all of these shows that we did, we did Higher Ground, Summer Sessions, Bombardier. We played at the Double E, or yeah, the Double E over in Essex, that brand new venue. And we played a music festival in New York. And that was all part of our first like mini tour. We called it the two-week tour for some reason, even though it went for a month. We just thought it would be cute. Two-week tour, it rhymed. It, fitted on, it fit on a wristband. So we were like, yeah, awesome, two-week tour. And it was a month. So that was that. And pre-COVID happening, we were supposed to do a U. We were supposed to do an East Coast tour this summer. Oh wow! So like, uh, when you say East Coast, you mean like whole, whole shebang, the whole thing? And we were supposed to go to Montreal. We were supposed to go to Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Ma- Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Like we were supposed to, we were supposed to hit it. Did you have venues all lined up? Did you? Yep, we have. Of- schedule i I think i saw the tour poster on my phone we were like let's get ready to do it and then COVID happened oh man i'm so sorry that must be that would have been amazing it it would have been it was like the promotion for the thousand mile drive album and we were going to call it the thousand mile drive tour and we were all ready we were getting ready to order merch like we were getting ready to do all this we had posters made up we had all of our dates set and we were like adding more as it went because our album started getting more popular as march came album came out album started getting up to that 30,000 and venues were like, okay, we'll, we'll have you come play. So we were starting to book more. I think we were up to like 26 shows and then 
we just then we had to ax them all. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, but you you have recently had another gig. Uh, I saw that you you played at for Higher Ground uh, from uh, Small Dog Studios. Um, so tell us a little bit about this post-COVID, not post-COVID, but like, you know, COVID show. Like, um, we play, yeah, we played at Robot Dog Studios with, uh, Ryan Cohen. Uh, he's fantastic. Like audio engineer. He's the best audio engineer I know. And we got asked to do a live stream show from higher ground. And we were just like, yeah, it's going to be going to be great. Like we'll go in maybe few hundred people will watch we'll get this done but we went in and did the live stream show we saw like a bunch of other big bands were like okay yeah they're doing a live stream they're doing a live stream like i know i saw grace potter doing a live stream like the has-beens were like they're great people and we got asked to do a live stream so we went over to robot dog and they got us all set up it was kind of like this and we just shot the live stream and then it's still up i think on facebook i think it's up to like almost ten thousand views and we just we didn't expect those results from that either. Uh, that's amazing, and uh, I'm so glad you've you've you know despite the fact you lost out on the tour this summer, um, and I'm sure you'll be able to revive that once once you know this is all in the past. Hopefully. But um, I'm glad you're kind of embracing this new way that we have to kind of do this, and uh, and you got so many streams from the first time you've done it. So have you got anything like that lined up going forward from here? So in the past few weeks, we've been like really like we've kind of been rebuilding, like adding Hunter as our newest rhythm guitarist. We're like, okay, we're going to we're going to start fresh. We're going to be like, okay, thousand mile drive. Great. How are we going to do better? And what can we do to get the word out that we're we're still here? Like we're still here, even though we're not touring or we're not releasing music because we just released an album. We're still a band. So we've been planning to do like a few live streams here and there, like from Hunter's basement because he's got a whole setup. And like it's kind of hard sometimes because like all of us are in college, like everybody in the band is in college and doing stuff. And it's kind of hard to all get together on certain days because like some people are going back some people are staying it's not like everybody's in the same place but i know we've all been other than doing insider stuff and like writing and collaborating we've been i know matt has started doing like a little solo metal project because like i said he's in the metallica whole thing so he started doing a little metal project and i actually went me and hunter actually went off and we started a new like side indie band called two towns and we've just we've been playing shows everywhere like promoting two towns promoting insider at the same time just being like they're still a band we're part of that band but this is what we have to do for now because we can't lug around a five-piece mm-hmm. rock band to every single venue like we used to be able to what kind of venues have you been playing um uh, is it being kind of a live performance yeah places? It's, it's been live we've been doing uh We've been we have a residency up at Two Heroes in North Hero. We've been playing there a lot. We played a bunch of like little small places in Milton, like Arrowhead Golf Course, and we actually up upcoming we have quite a few shows that are starting to get booked. We're playing uh, Rick's on Friday. It's like a little bar and grill in Milton, just like a regular show. Like I said, our residency at Two Heroes. We're playing every single Sunday. And actually, next on the 29th of the Saturday, 29th of August, we are actually playing the biggest show that I have seen in Vermont since COVID. 
And it's going to be two towns, Troy Millette, Jesse Agan, and Jackson Garrow teaming up for a benefit concert for the Milton High School Project grad because they're not having any sports or anything going on, so it's hard for them to make money. So we're setting up a big stage in, in an open field next to the Ricks, and everybody's going to social distance, and it's going to be really good show and just hopefully getting live music back out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I've seen a couple of festivals maybe like tentatively start up. There's one last weekend uh, in Waterbury, and uh, it's good to know that you know there's we need to take advantage of the summer, and and we can still see live music, and we just have to kind of do it in a in a uh, in a safe way. So I'm glad I'm glad you you're being part of that. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're kind of running out of time, but I would love for you to promote, promote, promote. Uh, where can people find you? Where can people listen to your music? Um, where can they buy your album? Yeah, um, our album, you can buy it on Spotify, iTunes. You can get it off our website, uh, insider.squaremd.com, or you can just go to our Instagram. We have all of our links there to our Spotify, our like YouTube page. We have it to our like uh, online merch page. We have it to our website everything like just our instagram and our facebook those are like direct links to go wherever you need to go oh fantastic and um aside from the from the gig that's coming up uh in milton um anything else which you're looking out for just just new songs we want to we want to we're going to start recording again we're going to start getting some of the new stuff that we have working on out there for everybody to listen to so they have something from us fantastic well it's been an absolute pleasure um what have you got to play us out um, do we have anything else? I I have I have a few I have a two town song that I can actually play right now. Yeah. I have a I have a brand new song from Two Towns that we just released. Actually, we haven't even released it yet. I'll play a new one. You know what? I just got to pull it up cuz it's so it's so new. Yeah, you got the l- lyrics in the phone. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's like last week new. We've only played this one other time and we played it on our two towns had a higher ground live stream actually two weeks ago mm-hmm. and we played it on there and i'm just i'll play it for everybody here so everybody can hear it nice hey do you want to do the pleasure of being my scroll buddy mm-hmm. i should move this down a little bit so i can see awesome
Towns lift off. Lift so off. close. Oh, so close. Um, but thank you both for coming in. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, we're glad that we could pull this off with only two out of the five members. Hey, it sounded fantastic. Maybe you should uh, maybe should introduce an acoustic track the next time you play live. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to. Yeah. Uh, well, big thank you to you, insiders. Uh, insider. Uh, we have got Leatherbound Bucks coming up next week. That'll be Wednesday at eight, same uh, same place, one hundred five point nine, the Radiator. This has been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night.